Apple's working on a brand new MacBook Air that's thinner, lighter. Can you even see it? Faster, way more colorful, but also more expensive. I can't even feel it. Like the 12 inch MacBook having a love baby with the OG iBook. There it goes. I'm Renee Ritchie, thanks to Morning Brew for sponsoring. And yeah, we gotta talk about this. According to a plethora of recent reports, Apple is getting ready to ditch the wedge-shaped MacBook Air that launched a thousand Ultrabook imitators and go with something even slimmer, sleeker, and flatter, an M2 MacBook, maybe Air, maybe as soon as March or June of 2022. Now, why didn't they do that with the M1 to begin with? Why is Gamora? Because it takes Apple a couple years to develop and ship a new industrial design, and the Mac team was busy with the new 24-inch iMac and 14-inch and 16-inch MacBooks Pro. So they decided to stick with the existing enclosures, at least for the first wave of M1 Macs, including the M1 MacBook Air. And that existing enclosure was all about containing a super hot, super hungry, yet super anemic Intel Y-series processor and the fan that goes with it. Yeah, which is just hella ironic, given that Apple went to Intel in the first place in order to make Macs like the Air, something that was just Ralph Wiggum level impossible with the old power PC chips. But then Apple was still left working around display limitations, performance limitations, design limitations for years because plot twist, making the dream MacBook Air with Intel inside was still pretty close to impossible, which is now clearly evident to everybody based on three and a half times faster CPU, five times faster GPU, and incredible battery life, up to 18 hours. So enter M2, Apple's second generation silicon for the Mac. Four new Blizzard efficiency cores, which are way more powerful, four new Avalanche performance cores, which are quite a bit more efficient, and a whopping nine to 10 new G14 graphics cores, which will just blow the thermal envelopes off the place. And in a completely different way than what I expect we'll see with the next iMac, maybe Pro. So you wanna hit the subscribe button so you don't miss that video next. And yes, that's along with next generation neural engines, image signal processors, the whole shebang. And who knows what other silicon features Apple will slip into the chip to even further optimize them for ultra low power Macs. But the bottom line is, M2 should be even faster than M1, especially at those everyday tasks, and should be able to sustain that performance longer, at least at the CPU level, even in a smaller chassis. Now, I've already done a whole entire dedicated video on M2 and M3, and I'll drop a link for that in the description below the like button. But the whole smaller part is something Apple's been going back and forth on for a decade now. There was an 11-inch MacBook Air from 2010 to 2017, and the 12 inch MacBook not air, just nothing from 2015 to 2019, <laughs> RIP. The problem with that 11 inch air was that Apple just couldn't keep the Intel inside it, not with the demands of modern amenities like retina displays. And the problem with the 12 inch MacBook nothing was that Apple couldn't get the price down, not to that $999 sweet spot that made the MacBook Air so popular so always. That's what prompted the 2018 MacBook Air, which sure, the 2018 iPad Pro still laughed at like Mark Hamill's Joker laughed at, <laughs> but which also ended up being the target for the 2020 mother of all M1 upgrades. But that was really just the silicon jab to set up the redesign uppercut for 2022. The one that'll ditch the wedge for Apple's current flatter, more retro future chic design language, but for the Air specifically, if Apple keeps the name Air, even a little more retro, just like the new MacBook Pro design has a real PowerBook vibe, the new MacBook Air design is rumored to be getting positively iBook style jiggy with it, which yes, 
should mean the return of the colors. According to John Prosser from Page Tech, maybe the full Taste the Rainbow 24-inch iMac colors, something we haven't seen with Apple laptops since the original iBook, but also white bezels, something we just saw with the iMac. And if that isn't enough to infuriate every commenter on the net a notch as well, but still no face ID, white because iBook nostalgia and differentiated, and according to Apple on the iMac, it just better fades away into home and school decor environments, notch because it'll let them Thanos snap most of the top bezel away and fit a 13-inch display into a 12-inch chassis, and no face ID because the infrared camera, the flood illuminator, the dot projector, all of that still won't fit into the lids that are this thin, but everybody really wants them to, so fingers crossed that changes, and soon. But the biggest question I have is will the RGB camera be the glorious 1080p, the one that we just got with the M1 iMac and M1 Pro Max MacBook Pros, or ye old 720p as in potato cam of yore? Let me know what you think. The display is reportedly gonna be mini LED, according to Guomingqi of TF International, like the latest iPad Pro and MacBook Pro, which should mean Apple's outstanding 10-bit pipeline spatially and temporally dithered to an 8-bit panel. Whether that has as many local dimming zones as the MacBook Pro, we'll have to wait and see. But whether it gets up to 120 hertz adaptive refresh rate remains another open question. And yes, I would love, I would all caps love a 15-inch MacBook variant as well, because some people really do want or need a bigger screen, but don't need or want to pay pro premiums to get it. Now, MagSafe is coming back pretty much according to everybody at this point. And hopefully in addition to the current double USB-C Thunderbolt port arrangement, because going back to one port like the 12 inch MacBook would just, it would just suck. Then there are the media engines. The MacBook Pros have H.264 and 265, as well as ProRes accelerators on the M1 Pro and the M1 Max. But the A15, the A15 that the M2 will likely be based on, well, that also already has those accelerators. It's how the iPhone 13 Pro is doing ProRes. So would Apple bring them to the MacBook Air so it can better handle heavier video editing workloads as well? Or would they keep that specific to the Pro models? Here's another question. Would Apple bring 5G, 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 5G to the MacBook Air? And would they do it now? Because so far, Apple's been content to let macOS tether to iOS for cellular, but they've started integrating better power savings into macOS and better silicon. So could better connectivity be next? Or... Does Apple wait another year or two until they're ready to start shipping their own custom modems? And then not only would those be better integrated into the chipset, which means way more efficient, but that way Apple would only have to pay the absolutely obscene licensing fees for Qualcomm's patents and not the downright offensive rates that they demand for their dedicated chips, which could help keep the cost down at least a little bit, especially if mini LED is getting ready to just blow them all up because this doesn't sound like an entry-level MacBook Air anyway. The M1 sounds like it's gonna hold on to that place in the lineup at least for another year or two, and that this is gonna be a new premium MacBook Air full of new and expensive parts that Apple is gonna wanna pay down just as fast as is inhumanly possible, because some things are just super expensive while others are completely free, like today's sponsor, Morning Brew, which every day, in just five minutes a day, gives you all the latest in business, tech, entertainment, you name it, everything you need to start your day off smart. And it's not just that Morning Brew is impeccably curated with the most important stories, although it is, and always arrives ready to read the moment you wake up, though it does, it's just so well-written, snappy, informative, irreverent, energetic, and yeah, 
completely, 100% free, seven days a week, Monday through Sunday. Just click the link in the description and get your daily stocks and crypto highlights and stories like Disney Plus's slowing growth and what that means for streaming and Apple going all in on 5G and what that means for investors. It's morning brew. It's free. It takes all of 15 seconds to subscribe and it just, it starts your day off smart. Hit the button on the screen or click the link in the description. And not only will you get a free newsletter that you'll actually read, but one that you will consistently, constantly enjoy. Clicking on that button really helps out the channel and so does hitting up this playlist for way more on M2, M3, and all the upcoming Apple Silicon Macs. Just hit it up and I'll see you in the next video.